at the end of every liturgical year, we are invited to pay attention to some news. Not a news that normally fill our minds, not a news about what is happening right now, what we can see with our eyes in our times, but a news, the good news, of what will come. And this is the good news that we heard at the very beginning of the Gospel, that the Son of Man will come in glory, all the angels will be with him, and he will sit upon his glorious throne. To celebrate that Jesus Christ is a King of the universe means to look with hope to that which will come, to the future, to that final moment of victory. We don't really need to say that what we see every day, the news of which we hear every day, that all of that is very different from what we heard. And in some ways, that is exactly the point, that today, in this beautiful and important solemnity, we choose to look upon that which will come, to that decisive moment when, as we heard in the second reading, in Christ, all should be brought to life. All. All means the whole Christ, Jesus, the head, but then his body, those who belong to Christ. Which makes us ask a question, well, what does that mean? Who belongs to Christ? How do we actually belong to him? To know this, and especially to put it into practice, we need to be clear about what kind of king we honor, what kind of king we follow. And based on the readings today, we can say that Jesus is, in some way, a strange and unusual kind of king. He is a king who identifies himself with a very humble office, that of a shepherd. A king who does not only send people to take care of the sheep, which would make for a great king, but who goes himself to tend the sheep who himself leads and protects those who are his own. He is a king who in the final judgment will not ask about vain honors or superficial practices. He will ask about one thing, charity. Did we care for the least of his brethren? And not only that, he is a king who identifies himself not only with the office of a shepherd, but with those who suffer, who becomes himself the poor, the stranger, the ill, the prisoner. Now, with, as with any other kingdom, we can have all the things that seem to make us belong. We see this even with a very few earthly kingdoms that still exist. We can have the right kind of nice banner we can follow some customs or share some local traditions. And all of that can make us feel like we are part of that kingdom, but does not necessarily make us belong to that kingdom. And although we might at times prefer different methods to belong to this kingdom, 
it is very, very clear that there is only one way to truly belong to this kingdom, and that is to try to resemble our king, which means to receive and practice charity. He is a king of love. The more we resemble our king through the actual concrete practice of charity, to love God above all things for himself and everyone else, because and as God loves them, the more we resemble our King, the more the Father will be pleased with us, and the more we will extend that kingdom to everyone else. There is no other way that is so clear, so challenging, so wonderfully clear today. There's no other way to be a real part of the kingdom other than charity. So contrary to what we might feel, to pay attention today in a special way to that final future moment of victory, rather than taking us away from the hard reality of daily life, gives us the hope of knowing that if we led with effort and generosity and joy, if we let charity govern our every action, then we will belong and we will extend that kingdom. Then those few words that we probably all say every day, several times, will not be just robotic, empty words that we repeat, nor only a dream for the future, but a reality, a beautiful reality every day and a program, a concrete program of life for every day. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come to my heart today as we receive your gift of charity and as I commit to live in everything according to that love. Thy kingdom come. Because when his kingdom, his charity, becomes a reality in our hearts, it necessarily becomes a reality for others. Thy kingdom come, because in that way, more of that kingdom will also come to our suffering world. And then, if, if we are faithful, if we truly try to resemble our king through our practice of charity, then we can hope to hear those consoling words. Come you. You who are blessed by my Father and inherit the kingdom.